what's happening? This is Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. Vontae the Pro, we are back. What up, Will Gill? Episode number Francisco Rodriguez 57. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. And, uh, this week we're doing a throwback, man. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm very excited. We are reviewing the old Eminem album, yes, the sir. Marshall Mathers LP. I like that. And look, man, if somehow, some way, <laughs> somebody's out there, don't know who this guy Eminem is, <laughs> let's hit him with a little. Background check. Let's get it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who I think <laughs> I am. The god Eminem coming out of Detroit, Michigan. Sure. It's safe to say that this dude, M, has earned the title of rap god. Yeah, he earned it. And uh, you know how do you get that title, Montana Pro? How do you do that? You sell over 172 million records. God, 172? <laughs> yeah, million, million? records. <laughs> Holy shit. That sell, about- yeah, that's talk- not streams. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, talk about success. Yeah, that's why he's the rap god. Wow, uh, okay. Rolling Stone has dubbed him 83 on their top list of top 100 artists of all time. Mm. His debut album, Infinite, and the buzz from the battle rap scene in Detroit landed him under the tutelage of Dr. Dre himself and mm-hmm. the newly formed uh, Aftermath Records. With Dre's stamp of approval, M's raw skills, and the slim shady alter ego, Eminem pro- uh, proceeded to take over the 2000s and just owning that decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> and uh, not only a solo artist, man, this dude Eminem was a part of a Detroit-based group, D12. He's mm-hmm. done a lot of production work for uh, artists like Exhibit, 50 Cent, Yellow mm-hmm. Wolf, Slaughterhouse. Eminem also having the eye for talent, being one of the main uh, factors that landed 50 Cent on Aftermath. 50! And then, uh, but down down to Eminem's catalog, uh, he drops albums like Infinite, Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, The Eminem Show, Encore, Relapse, Recovery, Damn. The Marshall Mathers LP 2. And uh, he's supposed to be dropping a new album pretty soon, so that's why we're doing this throwback album. And uh, Yes, sir. And with that said, Montana Pro, this album was dropped in 2010. So we were 10 what? years old. Wait, was it 2010 or 2000? Oh shit, 2000. <laughs> and we were 10. Yeah, yeah, there, there we go. you go. Good shit. <laughs> this album dropped in 2000. We was 10 years old. Uh, do you remember anything about this album when it when it dropped? Back in 2000, I want to say, uh, I don't remember what I was thinking as a kid, as a young kid, uh, but I do remember around that time in hip-hop, it was a real good time. That was when you had artists like Outkast, Jay-Z, Ludacris, Ja Rule, Big Pun, and just many more that were starting, Dang. they were just starting to reach their prime. They weren't in their prime yet, they 
were definitely young bulls out there. But it was just overall like a real great time for hip hop. But you know, I'm going back to this as a, an adult. I made me think about all the music videos that I've seen on MTV, um, all the fuss that I remember seeing on TV. Just um, just it, what, people going crazy. And um, as a kid, I just didn't really understand much. I just knew that okay, this is like a new trend. This was what everybody's on or whatever. Um, and also for me personally, I have memories of my older brother. He brought a CD, and um, I just seen on, on, on my older brother the impact it had on him and how that kind of, like, it really molded him and shaped him as a, as he started growing up. But I just feel like when I think about him now, um, Eminem was just a funny, funny guy. He's kind of scary at times, and <laughs> he has, like, some really dope jaw-dropping bars, and um, I think he has a MC, that's just a deadly combination. Um, so as a, as a young adult, I did not know what I was getting into, but as a grown-up, I knew I was going in for a crazy ride. <laughs> but what about you, Will Gill? What, what were your thoughts before you got into this? Yeah, or do you man. remember how you felt? Or? Uh, I don't remember how I felt, but I know this. Um, I did hear the album when I was 10. My dad, I bought it. And uh, mm. luck, luckily enough, I didn't have like weird old parents that made me listen <laughs> to like um, the censored version of the album. So yeah. I got everything raw. Yeah. I remember... Uh, thinking like a lot of the stuff he said was funny mm-hmm. and but you know those being 10 years old there was a lot of stuff i missed that i when i re-listen to it now like i really like oh shit it's different. i can't believe i was listening to this shit <laughs> so i was i was really excited to uh get into this album as an adult like i've heard the standout records his the singles like i re-listened to those like a lot yeah yeah but i haven't heard this whole body of work like in my 20s so i was excited to jump back into that i feel that and with that said Vontae pro this album has 18 tracks uh any stand standout records you want to highlight all right uh my standout track that i liked from the beginning um it just kind of made me think like who would have knew this guy was eminem gonna be this dope and uh i'm, I'm talking about who knew that's track number five <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there sir. <laughs> trying to get myself the alley you thrown <laughs> off the backboard um but just like I, like I was saying the first time i heard this it stood out to me a lot um around the time when this album dropped um it was around the time when i was barely getting into making beats and then um this track who knew just the production wise it was very inspiring to me the bounce of the drums the guitar licks the solid bass line influenced me a lot and um this track was produced by the one and only dr dre the west coast legend the doctor <laughs> yeah and um, also with a uh, mailman which i don't exactly know but i from what i hear from my scene on the credits uh, he's all over this album with production okay. um but besides uh this record having a dope ass dr dre beat uh, this track has even more flavor on the lyrics side of things uh this track is just full of substance eminem is just breaking down how he never knew how much damage he could really do with a pen <laughs> and um it's, it's pretty dope um and you know people are, are blaming him on this track or more or less like at this time people are just blaming him on uh, why their kids are doing stupid stuff because their kids are impressionable and they're taking his lines very serious and you know it's not really his fault so he's, he's saying i don't know I, I, who knew this was gonna happen yeah. and then what i liked okay so just to break down the first verse the first verse to me i just feel like it's raw and uncut he raps on about um, him being a, in the back of a car with a, with duct tape and just ready to put it over your mouth. <laughs> um, acts how he was, you know, supposed to watch his mouth, and he says it in like a sarcastic way, like I'm gonna take my eyes out and flip him around. <laughs> and then he just um, brings up how people want him uh, to change, but at the same time, he's like, "Yo, you want me to change while the president get his dick sucked?" Like, yeah, well, that what, was tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, it's crazy. And that's that's Mr. Mr. Clinton. <laughs> um, and he says other crazy things on that first verse, but on the second verse, um, I think that was like my favorite 
favorite uh, verse on the song because yeah. he flips the the finger back at America and he's just rapping lines about how parents are the real reason why their kids uh, are cussing and doing all these bad things, have makeup on, and they just he's just saying that they have no guidance at home. Um, and then he says one of my favorite lines that's on this song. He said, "My life's like kind of like what my life's like. Fucked up. I beat her. I beat her fucking ass every night. Ike. Ike. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like it's wow. You know, yeah. like he says certain lines that just make you just you can't forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like overall, I feel like it seems like millions of people look up to him and idolize him a lot. And I'm sure for anybody, that's a lot to deal with. And I'm you know just trying to soak all that in and understand everything. So there's so much more that I could say about this song, but we'll be here like for yeah. all, all day really. Um, I just love the track for so many reasons: productions, lyrics, catchy hook, substance, all at a perfect ten. Um, so if you want to listen to some classic Eminem, man, turn on this track right here, track number five. Who knew, man? Yeah, yeah, I, lo- I love the uh, the baseline on that record. It really mm. carries the song all the way through. And to your point, man, that second verse when he's pointing out like the hypocrisy of parents blaming him is like mm. when they go to the movie theater, they're watching these violent movies with their <laughs> kids, and he's like, oh, you want to blame hip hop, but yeah. you watching these Schwarzenegger movies of people getting blown up, yeah. and you want to blame me. Yeah, yeah, and you I, bought yeah, those tickets. Yeah, so dope track. I definitely agree with everything you had to say. Man, I'm, I'm happy you're feeling that track. So um, <laughs> that was my standout track. I liked it as a as a young adult, and now I liked it as a full full grown <laughs> adult. But what about you, Will Gill? Um, after you heard this album from the beginning or even now, what was your favorite song, song that you liked on here? Yeah, I want to highlight this song, and you probably, probably heard of it already and it's uh, track number three stand okay i have yeah yeah. and this record just took fanship to another level and what i think makes this record so special is the combination of production and rapping on this record just being executed at such a high level Mm. so so shout out to the production because the storm in the background being blended into the instrumental really sets the sets the tone and like it puts a real gloomy mood onto the record yeah along with uh ditto's hook when the pencil writing during the verses I was really, gonna say that I was just yeah. gonna bring that up yeah. <laughs> the pencil writing man really breathes life into the song and um keeps everything dark and eerie mm-hmm. and even like the attention to detail in this song because on the first two verses Stan is writing a letter to Eminem and there's pen you could hear the pencil writing on the paper mm-hmm. in the third verse he's recording uh, what he's saying to Eminem mm-hmm and there's no pencil in that verse so yeah. just like even like the small yeah, attention yeah, to details crazy. it's yeah. like man shout out to production yeah. these are people doing their jobs at high levels yeah and uh with that said man Eminem's performance on this track I don't know how many other artists could pull it off not just writing but what he did vocally mm-hmm. as every verse passes Eminem is the fan stand and like every verse that passed you could feel him like on the hinge of just having a breakdown just because like Eminem's absence in his life yeah M's last verse uh, as Stan it really shows what makes Eminem special like his bars his delivery like there's only a handful of artists that could really do that and M's last verse as himself uh, when he's finally reaching out to Stan and finds out it's too late is just such a uh, it's like a movie that you're yeah. really like listening to on this record like, a sonic movie yeah when, when, when rappers be like oh it's a movie like <laughs> no this is actually <laughs> yeah. a movie yeah yeah so um, if you haven't heard this record in a while great record uh, you could really hear the genius of Eminem track number three Stan and, uh, and even if you heard this record 
listen to the live version he performed on MTV with Elton John. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, one's very. Special. I was gonna bring. I was just gonna bring that up, man. Word, word. Um, I agree, man. I, I like track number three, Stan, a lot. I just feel like um, that song's just groundbreaking, and I just feel like uh, this is some of the best storytelling I've ever heard yeah um this uh this, this song just really just shows how assessed fans can be with him and how crazy it gets and everything and uh with him just not writing back letters and i'm going to ask you um do you think this story is true or, or has any truth to it uh it has truth but like a, a very exaggerated version oh, of the okay. truth i would say <laughs> okay like uh, i'm pretty sure nobody tied up their girlfriend and drove <laughs> off the bridge but uh yeah. but uh, i'm pretty sure at some level like there's a dude right in there like oh we waited in line for you for four hours and you just said no yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's pretty yeah. shitty man <laughs> yeah it was some specific thing so you yeah. know I, I i i'm with you on that um but i just think the message was just dope as fuck and i do remember when um eminem and elton john had performed this song on i forgot what award show it was It's like mtv music videos i think it was it was, it was a big look and yeah. i just i remember as a um kid i understand it was a big um look because he was bridging the gap between like the gay and lesbian yeah, community the lgbt yeah yeah and um you know if you've listened to this album or know eminem has a person he kind of takes a lot of shots yeah. that way he sends a yeah. lot of shots he says the f word a lot <laughs> and we're not talking about fuck <laughs> yo yo he drops faggot on this on this album like at least 50 times <laughs> maybe, so, yeah. maybe even more um but man uh, it, it's really dope and then um for me what last thing i want to say is that i really like the i like hearing this song stand because i um jumped around to a couple of his older albums and newer albums and whatnot and um i heard him say stan on the very first album oh. it was a very brief moment when he talked about it. i forget what track it was but that was the first time everybody got introduced to who stan was damn major killer yeah man. good job <laughs> <Boxing Pro. laughs> yeah it was, it was really dope so yeah. when he made the track it was like oh this hey, is lit and you know what's tight it's like uh the name Stan, like you can't even name your kids that anymore because like oh, no, the no, name no. Stan is so in like urban, like is everybody knows like that's a crazy fan, like oh you know these stands, yeah. like it's a it's a noun that's like known for for this song, so it's pretty dope. Yeah. Don't so anybody don't do that to your kids. Don't, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't name your kids Stan, especially <laughs> if you got blonde hair. <laughs> you might not want to do that. But, but uh, with all that said, Monte the Pro, do you want to uh, hop into our general? Let's get it. Tell them to bow down Judge here in greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. Oh, Vontae the oh. Pro. There's a, I, I would say there's a lot of greatness on Damn, this album. Yeah. We got 18 tracks, and I want to start off with, you know, one of the opening records on this album, Kill You. Okay. How do you feel about that record, man? Uh, I like that song a lot. He comes in pretty much aggressive. Yeah. He, pretty, he right. comes in unapologetic, like... Yeah, the song's called Kill You, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, the, pretty much the the intro track isn't really a... It's not... It's an intro, I guess, but it's yeah. the first it's song. Just, yeah, that's a... The first track is a skit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I like that song a lot. I, I, I really liked what he was doing, and he pretty much let you know what you're really about to get yeah. into. You know, uh, what you think of uh, Kill You? Yo, you know, like in a lot of... Uh, a lot of our reviews, we say, you know, the opening song really sets the tone for the album. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that statement is very clearly, like, applies to this song. Oh, yeah. And uh, this record pretty much sets the tone for the album by uh, pretty much Eminem just saying, like, a lot of foul shit. <laughs> and then going, oh, I'm just playing, but I'm just being myself. <laughs> yeah, And it yeah. really sets, like, that idea in your mind, like, yo, this dude Eminem really might be crazy. And it's, like, <laughs> part of the brand is really dope that he's able to pull it off. Mm -hmm. And the melody on this track where he says you don't want to fuck with shady because shady 
will fucking kill you. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and uh, just shout out to uh, him, man. That, what a dope melody about fucking uh, killing your fans. Uh, it's ill. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and, he, and from the beginning, he's already taking shots at Kim and everything. Yeah. And, um, talk about put your hands down, bitch. I ain't going to shoot you. I'm going to pull, pull a bullet through you. Like, shut Ooh, up. Yeah. Just, yeah. You talking too much chaos, been over and taking like a, a, like yeah. a slut. Okay, ma? Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. What? He's talking crazy, man. This dude ever that rap god. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely like that track right there. But okay, so, right. you know, you kind of wanted to talk about the beginning. So, uh, this is kind of towards, it's kind of in the middle. Uh, what did you think about the single, man? Uh, the Real Slim Shady. Man, The Real Slim Shady. This record is just the hardest, most inappropriate, fun record of all time. <laughs> when you couple with bars like Will Smith don't got to cuss and rap to sell records well I do so fuck, fuck him, him and fuck you too I'm just in and you know and, and, and you know what else this song the real some shady brought to me what's up every time I go into Burger King and I get something with onion rings I'm like man I wonder if this motherfucker there's a slim shady in there that's gonna spit on him yeah <laughs> so uh forever I, I, I gotta stay away from onion rings at Burger King yeah. cause uh, the real some shady might be over there it's funny I, I have that same vivid picture man but um man I just wanna say about this uh, song, I just feel like I fell in love with the music video. The music video is really dope, and um, everybody yeah. should go revisit to, revisit. Um, I just really liked how he delivered everything, and then this is kind of like... Um uh, going back to his first album, he kind of revisits everything because he wrote how um, Dr. Dre and uh, Dr. Dre said nothing. Um, you know, he's an idiot. You know, Dr. Dre said nothing, you idiot. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. That's yeah, because he say. killed him on the first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I like that. And then um, even on Stan, when he talks about I drank a fifth of vodka, dare me to drive, and that was from the from the other album. Word, and, yeah, word. yeah. And um, it's just a lot of lines from the previous album. And then even with this song right here, the song itself um, pretty much reminds me of my name is. Man, shout so, out to my dude so. Vontae the Pro doing major homework for this album. Hey, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. So I really like this song, especially as I did more of my homework um, on it and listening to his older stuff. It just it's like, damn, this is this is impressive. Yeah, this is yeah. impressive. Great record. Yes, sir. So you have any other songs you want to talk about? Yeah, with. You want to talk about one of the singles? Let's move on to the other one. Uh, thoughts on The Way I Am. How you feel about that record, man? I am the way I am. Oh, <laughs> my God. That song That song is a problem, man. I, I really like that song. It's, it's dark and intense. Um, And I, I felt like um, all old hip-hop hip heads are more or less hip-hop heads in general. Um, they can, they know what I mean when I say this is a B-side record. Because um, the first single was The Real Some Shady, and which is more funnier, yeah. jokier. And um, The Way I Am, just this track ain't no joke. Yeah, and um, so this track is pretty much um, Eminem holding up the finger to the world and um, just saying he's the meanest MC on the earth and uh, tells people that you know give him a space when he's in public and he's not Mr. Friendly and just vents about his frustration and about how like the media is, is criticizing him over his like crazy lyrics and whatnot. So I thought it was really dope. And um, also while doing my review, I looked up on uh, Rap Genius and I found out that Eminem produced this record. Oh, dope! So I like that. I like that a lot. And just overall, this is another well-made song. You, you, did you like the way I? Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, this this record, The Way I Am, is one of the reasons where we live in California, mm -hmm. and we go to L.A. a lot, and we see celebrities, mm -hmm. and this song is one of the main reasons why I do not bother celebrities <laughs> in public. I don't want them snapping on me, yeah. and I always had a song in my head, and um. And uh, shout out to Eminem on the production because the piano with the Green Re the Green Reaper bells on this record just mm -hmm. sets the dark tone combined with Eminem's frustrated like aggressive bar deliveries really uh, sets your sets sets uh, changes your mood 
just with one listen alone. I agree, man, and um, I, I I agree. Like the production was just it was something special, and it, it's really just a perfect marriage between the lyrics and the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Vontae the Pro. I want to talk about a record that has a uh, some features, which is very uh, rare on this album. Mm-hmm. Which, which one is that? Uh, it's a bitch please too. <laughs> uh, and Top I want to say uh, we got Dre on that song. We got Snoop. We got Exhibit and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Who has the best verse on the song, Montana Pro? Wait, wait, wait. Before, did you say Nate too? Did you mention Nate? Oh, I forgot Nate. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And Nate. The, the, the recipes, the legend. Yeah. Um, so, well, overall, I want to say Track 15. That song was just dope as fuck. Yeah. I, I felt like um, each MC brings their own flavor, and I felt like they were different, and I just felt like Dr. Dre was able to get everybody on the same page, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, if I seen Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Nate Dogg, and Exhibit, we're going to be on a track in 2016. Uh, I would listen to it, but um, I don't know if I would go into it and cite it. Yeah. But uh, back in the early two uh, 2000s, like if I seen them on paper, I'm, not, I'm skipping every song to get to this first. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, just while I was collecting my information for this review and everything, I found out I found out the original Bitch Please was uh, has the same production, um, but it lacks the flavor that Eminem was able to bring Eminem and Nate and everybody else. Like Word. whatever Eminem did was special. Yeah. And he just made, he just took the song to a whole nother level. I don't think. Um, Eminem does such a good job on Bitch Please 2 people don't even know about the part 1 you know what I'm saying <laughs> it so, it's just a real great song do you okay. like that song yeah and uh, I would say Eminem has the best verse on the thing and it's not even yeah. close yeah. the way he flipped like Snoop Dogg's flow and uh, he used like he had bars about like the white suburban struggle which mm-hmm. is like pretty much hilarious like just making fun of like white kids yelling at their parents and shit like that and uh, when he came with the bars like it was like yo Eminem really don't give a fuck bars when he said uh here you want me to tone it down suck my fucking dick you faggot you happy now it just leaves me stuck every time and uh i would say uh x's verse on this album on this track Uh was hard too when he said uh assume the position bitch get down on your knees was like that's always hard yeah uh, just a track with like rappers just snapping on the track is uh super dope uh and the instrumental is probably one of the better instrumentals on the album yes it's a very classic dr dre yeah and i just feel like dre ain't making them like this no more and he's, make, <laughs> he's making good music but this is a sound that yeah. he already moved away from yeah yeah um you know as producers and as people we're all supposed to yeah. evolve and evolved away from this which is you know as a fan i'm bittersweet but yeah. you know i understand yeah because then because when bitch please to come on that instrumental starts hit you can't help but to nod your head like uh-huh. straight up like early 2000s late 90s head nod yep 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 <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly like, so all right so we tried to, we talked about track number 15 i think it's only right we cannot skip this song we go to the next track track 16 oh Kim <laughs> yes Kim oh man did you have any thoughts about Kim alright as an adult you know All what right. I mean Kim is a very interesting song cause uh it's a lot to handle I don't I wish that I didn't listen to this song as a kid that's how like <laughs> how heavy this song is this song is like more graphic than like an episode of Law and Order <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, um, wow yeah I like the, that the, the last verse when he talked when he like literally like cuts Kim's throat and you hear her bleed out like as she's trying to bleed I'm just like yo I don't need this from a hip hop album like this is too much for me Um, even when I review this album I listen to it all the way through one time Mm -hmm. every other time I listen to this album I skip the Kim track Word, word. I don't need. This is a lot, huh? I don't. I don't need that kind of darkness in my life right now. <laughs> and uh, I feel like multiple listens of Kim might lead you, uh, lead you to do some things that 
you probably wouldn't do so. Uh, Kim, very powerful record, very scary record. Yeah. Uh, great performance by Eminem. Uh, so good that I prefer not to listen to that song anymore. <laughs> what about you? You man? know, it's funny. Like, uh, you know, like as a kid, we probably didn't even know what we were listening to. Like, as yeah. a kid, these are just words. Yeah. When we listen as an adult, we're like, yeah. wow. When he's screaming out, bleep, bleep bitch, bleep. Yeah. I'm just like, yo. At the top of his lungs. Yo, I don't need this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but man, what about you? Man, I see, I see exactly what you're saying. But, you know, for me, I've said in many of other podcasts, I'm just documenting, saying that um, whenever MC gives me storytelling, uh, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna fuck with the song Yeah When he was driving on the road He's like what, What's this guy's problem Next to yeah. the side of me Like yo it's <laughs> you yeah. Eat me Yeah, yeah Bite like, me Yeah that was crazy uh, This song is overall Just graphic Aggressive um, It's very controversial um, Eminem is just showing How um, how he handles how he, Him being insane Really yeah. How he handles Being insane And just really kills His baby mama On a, on a record Which is Crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. The song, the song starts off with them in the car. Then they go for a drive. And, you know, a little spoiler alert. Kim goes for... Uh, Kim dies. Kim, yeah. goes, Kim dies at the end of this movie. Um, but then he just breaks down how he's going to kill her. Like, and it's really, really, really crazy. Um, but going back into my uh, to my review and my notes that I did earlier. Um, okay, so this this is uh, part two, pretty much. Um, I don't call it a prequel or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I have no idea. This first song was a prequel. But... Um, uh, on the first song, he has the 09 Bonnie and Clyde, which is okay. damn near the same thing, but it's a lot lighter. It's a lot softer. It's not, oh, as, it's not as aggressive. I, I went back and heard this song, and I really, um, uh, he's pretty much saying the same thing, and it's kind of funny, because um, it's like, just the two of us, and he's saying it like that. That's how the hook goes, yeah. so it's very light and very, um, it's, it's not as aggressive. He's not screaming like yeah. that, but he's saying the same thing. He's go He went out with Haley. Um, he's going to go kill his, kill his baby mama, throws her into the ocean, and it's just damn near the same thing. Damn. He, he Twice, no, yeah. right. twice. Yo, I'll be mad angry if my pops killed my mom twice. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, chill. Yeah, for real. But um, I just feel like on uh, on Kim, this song is just ten times more aggressive than the uh, a '97 uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Just a powerful record, and I don't have to skip it, but I do understand why you would. Bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that kind of darkness in my life. But, uh, <laughs> with that all said, I got one more highlight. Do you have uh, anything else you want to bring up? Those were my favorite moments on this album, man. There's a lot of other things. But those are my standouts okay, in general. I, I got one more, and it's just pretty much just a closing track, uh, Criminal. Mm. And I just think it's a dope closing because it uh, just the way the opening sets the tone of the album, Criminal at the back end does the exact same thing and pretty much like leaves you with the same impression like, yep, Eminem's crazy. <laughs> or maybe he's joking, but like he's kind of being himself. Like you never know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's just a funny record because uh, he's doing a robbery with Dre. Yeah, and yeah. Dre's you know they're doing their little skits that's in, in the middle of the song which is just dope alone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then Dre's telling them you know don't go in there and kill a lady just rob and then take it away <laughs> and then so he's like don't kill him don't kill him and Eminem's like oh he's All annoying right. Yeah. and then he robs the lady ends up killing the lady yeah yeah and then he's like bye yeah. and then he runs away and then not only does he kill the lady, but he kills the uh, investigator. He kills the eyewitness later. <laughs> he kills some police officers. And then he says he's the the dog that's next to him is lucky that he didn't kill him too. And it's just like, damn, yeah. this dude Eminem is crazy, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like just a great closing record because it's uh it reminds you that he's wild, but it's kind of light and funny at the same time. And I think that really summarizes like a lot of his early uh music. Yeah, yeah. One line that I think about uh, right now is uh, he said. My words are like a dagger with a jagged edge. I 
gonna stab you in the head whether you a fag or less. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then, do I hate fags? Yes. <laughs> like it's just like he has like just the silliest bars, and it's just like not gonna lie, it's like mad appropriate in the la- in the in, in like times right now. Like if this fool came out a record right now saying he hates faggots, like that shit is not gonna fly. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> like no it's just way. crazy hearing it now. Damn, and, uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, but uh, it, this is in his catalog, and uh, yep. And he's so good that you know everybody's just looking past it. Like, oh, yeah. well, it's funny. We all moved on. We yeah. All, we and this isn't. A, I think we moved on. It was a great album at the end of the day. But during the time, during the time, uh, when he said in the intro track, "Sue me," I'm pretty sure he was getting sued left and right. You know what I mean? Word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, man, that's such a, such a great album. Man. Yeah. Uh, with all that said, we uh, there's 18 tracks. I feel like we covered everything we needed to cover. And uh, Vontae Pro. Don't want to do it, but uh, do you want to hop into our dislikes? You said it, man. I don't want to do it either, man. <laughs> no, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all, nobody. So it's very simple. Oh man. Oh man, Montana Pro. Yeah, it is not that simple, but I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. But we got 18 tracks. It got to be something that we don't like. Montana Pro, you want to take the lead on this oh, one? This What's up? Threw, this nigga threw me in front of the bullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right in front of I want to see where you going with it. All right. Whew. All right, man. It's time to get picky. Okay. <laughs> you know, there was, uh, we talked about a lot of strong tracks, and uh, we maybe skipped a couple, but those were all like really great records at all, but uh, great records in general. But I just feel like this track right here, this was a little unnecessary. And when I say things are unnecessary, um, I'm talking about track number nine, Remember me? Oh, I agree, uh, man. N- uh, man, it, it was kind of forgettable at, at certain times, and sometimes it was just like a little too much for me. Um, I've never heard from even from 2000 until now. Like I've never heard of Sticky Fingers or RBX before, and yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. I, I don't. I think there's a reason. I think there's a reason why. But these verses, they were um, they were dope. They were mean. But I just felt like the delivery was just awful. Yeah. I just I just didn't like how they were coming across. I, I kind of felt like they were trying to fit in and not stand out. And I kind of felt like, I don't know these guys and I don't know their music and other catalog, but I feel like when you rap, if you're going to be on the same track as Eminem, you're going to like mirror him. You're going to try and one-up Eminem, but you're going to stay in Eminem's world. You can't, uh-huh. you can't. I feel like it's hard to take Eminem into your world. Yeah. Like, I feel like the They're only... trying to out Eminem Eminem. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, only times people could take him to his world is, like, when he did the songs with Akon and a couple other records, like, where he was able to take Eminem out of that bubble of this craziness. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know their style. I don't know anything. And I don't want to say anything that's going to get me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just really do not, do not like, like, remember me. I just felt like the hook was whack. Um, the bars were cool. But overall, if you take the song, off the album I feel like this album is still complete okay I still feel like this album rocks top to bottom but this is me being very picky um, I had to talk about one song I did not like at all and um, it's remember me I just won't remember you, <laughs> you <know what> I mean? <laughs> all right man uh, what I, about you Will, yeah uh, if I I picked one specific to- song too and it is remember me too so I want to say mm. what I dislike about this track is really just sonically I just don't like it and the hook mm is the worst moment in the album it's like <laughs> yeah. rappers screaming remember me like psychopaths <laughs> it's just like annoying as fuck yeah, yeah i know yeah. it's on purpose like it's supposed to be like a mood changing record that's why they're like they're screaming it but yeah. it's like i don't want to listen to that yeah yeah and the instrumental uh it's a little raw for my taste it's like a real like um backpacker you listening to like a a, a rap show with around like 60 sweaty dudes you know like it has that that type of feel to it and uh for an album that's like 
this large and like this successful it's like i i don't really need it yeah and uh to your point about sticky fingers man um I want to say all the verses on here was pretty tough, and that's why it was hard for me to pick this as my uh, dislike. Like, Sticky Fingers has this one line where he says, Want beef? You better did that shit. My name should be. I can't believe this nigga said that shit. Like, I was like, do I dislike the song? Uh, And then the hook comes in, remember me? And I was like, yeah, I I dislike this song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Um, Generally speaking, when when you're having a conversation and you have when someone starts yelling, you naturally check them out. Yeah, and you're like I, I, I'm not listening no yeah. more. You're yelling at me. Yeah. You're I, talking at me, not to me. <laughs> I understand the purpose of this song. It's a mood changing song, and uh, bars on there are hard as fuck. Yeah. So don't get me wrong about that. Rapping is still at a high level, but uh, remember me sonically in the hook. I just cannot take it, and uh, I agree with you. Track number nine. Not fucking with it. Man, you know, I'm, I'm just happy we're on the same page. So word, word, if somebody word. come looking for me, then I'm telling them they, they should be looking for you too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. With all that said, uh, let's hop into our ratings. I'm just going to go first since you've been going first on a lot of things. All right, um, all right. I would say this Marshall Mathers LP is nothing short than an A, just a solid body of work. Rap, rap, rapping wise, um, some of the best rapping I honestly heard in my life. Like, I really forgot how special this guy Eminem is just because he hasn't been putting out music as consistently. Yeah, yeah. And I would say his new music is it's a it's not as it's not a, it's not as shocking. Yeah, it's different than this how he was in the earlier in his career and like uh just bars that he comes up with situations, like stories, like it's really like man, how is this coming out of like one guy's brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and skill wise, like he's able to just like you know his metaphors, wordplay, delivery, uh, voices, characters, like he's yeah, really he's really bringing us everything. And uh, it's a v- very special project. This Marshall Mathers LP. My only issue why I don't give it an A plus is really towards the middle of this album. There's just records that I, I don't dislike them, but. I, I skip a majority of the time when I'm listening to this, like Amityville, mm. uh, the Remember Me record, I'm Back. And and a lot of these skits to me on this album kind of got in the way. You think so? Yeah. Uh, you think they were real? I want to ask you that. No, 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 no. They're not real at all. I, oh, okay. They're all set up. And then... Uh, I don't want to come off like the homophobe dude, but like when you know when he's getting his dick sucked by uh, oh, two other shabby. dudes, yeah, like it's, it's, it's I I just don't need it in my life. Yeah. So uh, those are the only things that's the reasons why I'm not giving it a plus. But yeah. man, this the best rapping I've heard in one cohesive project is Man. this Marshall Mathers LP. I agree. This album can't make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It, 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 it can. Yeah. It can. Depending who, who, how uncomfortable you want to feel yeah. and who you are. Yeah. Um, but all right. I'm going to go ahead and get my rating out the way because I see exactly what you're talking about. Um, for me, this album was timeless. And when you say timeless, is this album's a classic. Um, this album is not soft. It's raw and uncut. And I just think that, like what you're saying, this Eminem's best body of work. To me, I feel like it's the best okay. album. Um, every time I listen to the track, the with the production, the lyrics are all hitting between a 9 to a 10 to me most of the tracks um, and I truly love this album so for me I, I'm going to give it an A plus I'm nice. giving, I'm giving nice. it an A I, I feel like I'd be an idiot I mean if I was going to go B or anything like yeah. this is this is like clearly special and clearly special cloth okay word 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 with all that said on Tether Pro let's get into our closing questions man wait wait are you going to buy this album stream this album or skip this album oh yeah good shit uh 
buy it 100%. <laughs> dog, you got to cash out for this. The first buy. Yeah, you got to buy this, man. Uh, yeah. If I have the opportunity, if I run past this in vinyl, uh, I'm copping. And uh, yeah, that, I, you got to cop this album. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Definitely I'm, buy it. Right? I'm right in line with you, dog. <laughs> okay. I'm right behind you buying the album. Where, where, where? With that said, now let's get into our Let's closing go. questions. <laughs> That's why you take a few steps back mm-hmm. to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't really got the answers. I want to the pro. I'm gonna need some answers. What's up? So earlier we talked about this album dropping when we were ten years old. Yeah, crazy. And now uh, we listened to this album when we was ten. Mm-hmm. And my question to you: listening to this album as an adult, hearing like all like the foul shit he's saying, whether he's joking or not, all like this just craziness he's talking about. Uh. Would you let your 10-year-old son listen to this album? Oh, like if I was an adult? If you was an adult, you had a child, 10 years old, would you let him listen to this album? Uh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, that's... Or, you know what, I wanted to be like the cool dude and be like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I let my kid listen to it, especially since I listened to it. Yeah, yeah. But man, when I'm listening to him, like, this is not for kids to listen no, to. No, no, it's not. It's like it's funny, like it's funny, like so I get why kids like it, why I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, there's a, like a lot of foul shit. That Kim record alone, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't want my my kid listening to that it's, record. It's certain messages that you just don't want them to hear like that, and um, it's just it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, I think if they were gonna say that, oh, I'm gonna, they gotta do this behind my back. Yeah, they have to do this behind my yeah. back. That's it, the only way. Yo, yo you know what would be dope? Like I, I wouldn't like throw the cd away if i found my kid like had it but he ain't get but he ain't getting the album through me <laughs> i feel like that'd be the best way it's like you want to do it you figure out a way to get this yeah, Eminem you get album. yeah, yeah. You get your uh, i feel like uh eminem's like parents that maybe if our kids had kids at a young age that dealt with this situation was like uh when people were buying a uh, tyler the creator album so like <laughs> tyler creator was really saying some foul shit too yeah yeah and, yeah. I, and I had to remind myself, I was like why do people like this just like abrasive like weirdo like just mean music and i was like oh shit you know what i liked eminem growing up yeah so maybe that's why these kids is fucking with tyler like yeah that. yeah that's 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 a, that's a good point I, I like the way you broke that down because i'm pretty much the same way yeah i it's just no way i'm i'm supplying this yeah, there's no yeah, way yeah, i'm supplying yeah, this yeah. album <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's that's your question i want to ask you a question because um all right so you know i bounced around to a couple albums during the midst of this review and um i had i had a question upon myself so i'm going to ask you this question um the question is very simple which one which album he's dropped a lot of albums like you listed off in the beginning which album do you think is your is the favorite like he dropped like the eminem show Mar- obviously the marshall matters yes recovery sure. whole bunch of the, whole bunch of the albums do you have a top three because i have a top three yeah yeah uh definitely um to me my favorite eminem album of all time i think it's just because like personally i listened to that album the most when i was growing up is the uh, eminem show okay okay uh i just really love that one if i would uh review that one that would have been my a plus classic eminem album mm, then okay. it goes uh martian mathers lp then slim shady lp and then uh i really like the recovery album like i'll put that on fourth and then i think everything else kind of falls, falls behind that, that. Okay. What about you? All right. Um, the first one, I mean, I, I kind of said it already in the review. Uh, this is my number one Marshall Matters uh, LP. That's my number one. Uh, the second one, I'm going to go with the Slim Shady LP. Uh, I like that record a lot because it kind of just, it's like an intro to his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it really lets you know what Eminem, the artist is, and what you're pretty much you're going to get. And he pretty much keeps um, unloading more and more layers and layers. So I really like that uh, that album a lot. And then for me, uh, my third one, I'm going to go with uh, Encore. It was just- Encore? 
Or yeah, yeah, it was, it was just something about that. I remember, I just remember that was the one that, as I got older, it, it stuck around to me like a lot more. I remember listening to it a lot, and just kind of like how you said, like the Eminem show, like the one that you just listen to a lot. The so, most, yeah. exactly. So um, there was something about Encore, and there was a lot of things about um, with Eminem, like. Uh, just growing up as a getting into the game as producing like I just really fell in love with like what he would do sonically to, to production and what he did with sounds and everything and it was just very very like I was influenced by it a lot so that's word. my top three right there word, word. man that's this guy has just an impressive catalog if you haven't heard Eminem in a while highly suggest going back to some of his old shit in the early yeah. 2000s and with all that said, man, let's go ahead and close out this podcast. Let's if do it. If you want to let us know how you feel about this Eminem Marshall Mathers LP, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. You can find us at HHR underscore pod. We hashtag team follow back over here. So if you fuck with us, we fuck with you. <laughs> and you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Play, just a whole bunch of other fucking platforms. And um, if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you drop a review. We'll give you a shout out it helps us out hey it works for all of us <laughs> yes sir and, uh hip-hop review podcast look us up we everywhere yes sir yes sir drop a review and um you know let's help each other out in this game <laughs> <laughs> all right and as always i am Vontae the pro and i'm kicking it with my homie will gill and this is the hip-hop review podcast and god damn we're changing the podcast right? another one let's go